1: I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we.
0: And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers!
1: Okay, what are we drinking today?
0: Deliciousness.
1: It's Friday deliciousness. It's
0: Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIM. Mm-hmm. And so that is definitely going to be a dry martini. I love Fridays. I love Fridays. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So we noticed... Uh, you got a new bottle of Tanqueray, and it have new labeling, so it makes everyone a little scared that, oh my God, this is not the same gin, <laughs> but it is. And so typical to our perfect martini, this is like giving out the keys to the kingdom to everybody. There's four parts of gin, Tanqueray Dry London Gin, and half a part of Dolan Dry Vermouth, and two to three shakes of orange bitters, stirred. Over a hundred times. I find it would keep stirring longer and longer over time because we have these really excellent turning spoons. Yes. And then pour in a chilled glass with an orange twist and express some orange uh, zest, you know, over it.
1: Wow, I can't wait to taste it. Mm-hmm. I love I love perfect martinis. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that aroma of orange that you bring it to your Me nose. Too.
0: Wow.
1: We literally have this drink. It's nailed. nuts on. It's
0: nuts it on. really is. I mean, I do find that if you get sloppy, and I've yeah. been sloppy a couple times on this, and you pour just a little too much vermouth. changes it. It changes it dramatically. Right. Like, I didn't realize how much. Yeah. And originally, when we were first making these martinis, we used to just rinse the glass with with vermouth. Right. But it was just a little under vermouth. And then we tried using the parts that other recipes said, and it was just too much vermouth. And so you really... The um, three bears
1: of vermouth. Oh, my
0: gosh. I know. But we... (laughs) Continue to play with it because we're not just making one cocktail at a time. We're making two. And we're making, you know, these are big cocktails, These are healthy glasses. cocktails. Yes. Yeah. These these are doubles for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's just fun. Right. And I think the important thing is that it's literally an eight to one ratio. It really is. Yeah. Now, how much orange bitters you add, that's two flavor. That's a preference. Right. We've kind of got and, it
0: down to six, yeah. four to six.
1: And the key thing is a fresh orange peel yes to express exp- both express but also to make your, make your make a curl out
0: of mm-hmm. and then i make a curl yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: you know you you have to get that the garnish isn't just to make it look pretty which no, it does it, it actually adds something to the drink and yeah. the way the orange oils are expressed over the drink and the way the orange bleeds into the mm-hmm. martini and the addition of the orange, but it, it makes the orange a really powerful participant in the drink itself.
0: Now I'm telling you, I've, my brain goes a move my, as an hour when yeah. I start thinking of how to create my own bar slash tiki bar of sorts, you know, where I can have creations is I ha- I would have to have, and we've talked about this before, a whole beverage fridge first, a, just a beverage fridge for all your beers and all your right. sodas and all your waters and right. all the things you have as beverages. Right. And with a freezer. And then in my freezer, that's not my ice freezer, that's my liquor freezer. Right.
1: Tequila. Can you imagine
0: this drink? Because it really will change it. Because our glasses are quite cold. So the ice, we still frost completely on the level where the alcohol is. Because then the alcohol has been stirred and frozen, you know, cold. But if you have frozen, like in the freezer, gin that you bring I mean, out, we've never
1: tried that. We oh try yeah, it. we
0: should definitely try because we do that with our vodka and tequila, it's, right. it's stunning. But when you're making a martini, to have it like that and then still do your stirring because right. you've got to get that melt factor, right? But it won't melt as much. Then. It won't melt as much. It that's might change right. we'll it. So change it, yeah. But that's an interesting question. I'm having fun with this. Yeah. I do think eventually one of the things in the Difford's guide and a couple other guides that I read for cocktails is the size of your ice. yeah, The size of your ice creates a different melt factor. Exactly, right. With it. And so right now we're using traditional ice maker ice size. And I think that's cubes. a good size. Actually. I think it's a good size. I've tried cubes out of a tray. They Took don't do, big, they, do right? they also are not rounded like an, like right. the ones out of the ice maker. And so they hit the edges and they stop. And it right. actually prevents the motion. You want to create the momentum in the mixing. Right. So there's a slow momentum. So the liquid is getting chilled and also moving around those ice cubes and melting them down. Right. Really thin ice would just melt all the way down quickly, and then it would right. water it out. Right. But it's interesting. There's a whole conversation about ice because they are, talk about mint juleps and things like that right. and how that affected the drink over the years. And just, right. you know, back in the day, if they wanted crushed ice, they put it in a burlock bag, and sure. they would crush it with a hammer.
1: Yeah, you can play with ice. We've done things with ice, like make coffee ice cubes yes. to put in your iced coffees. Now,
0: coffee ice cubes in a Kahlua-type based drink, yeah, could you be know, interesting. we've had those. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. It is actually good. Yeah. Anyway, happy Friday. Happy Friday.